Uh, September 20, 2009, is the Watt from Pedro show.
live from Pedro show. <clears throat> a Sunday here in Pedro uh, during Lobster Fest, so it's uh, hard to get around. Uh, me and Bob, yes, Bob Stars here at the Pleasure Point, at the, uh, on the Pleasure Point in the Love Grotto with Brother Matt. How you yeah. doing, Brother Matt? About um, Bob Stars from the desert because played in Joshua Tree first time in my life last night, and we got. Good yeah, friend. Brother Lazy Lance. Yeah, Brother Lance. <laughs> yeah, good to be here. Who served a uh, tanker man on the barge? Yeah, yeah, he was my tanker man. I was his deckhand. We used to have cool recliners out there, passing playboys to the dudes up in the ship, and they'd be Barter dropping us down yeah. coldies and Some stuff. Some barter. That was you got a, magazine. Those the days. You got magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jamming on blues tapes out there at sea. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Good place to learn how to play harmonica in the engine room. Yeah, you learned good. <laughs> yeah, in the engine room. About that good too. <laughs> okay, we started off with a little short piece of train, John Coltrane, Train Sonic, alternate version, maybe a clam. I don't know. With John Coltrane, there is no clams. He knows how to transform them. And then we heard Yuka Honda from her new album with uh, something Bob asked for. Suck. You suck. Yeah. No, you just don't suck. You suck. Now, how was Trippy gig last night? Joshua Tree Asian. Right, right. And um, after the gig, I mean, we played our brains out, and Raul and Tom did really good. They were smoking. It was hell right getting out of there, traffic. 142 miles from Pedro, Friday but crowd. three and a half hour. Wow. But I think Saturday crowd. Good crowd, huh, Mike? Nicole Pan. Is it Saturday? Saturday? I think yeah, yeah, yeah last yeah, night was yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Friday was when Bob was on Meat Puppets. Oh, right. And both right. me and you miss Meat Puppets. Uh, but Scotty sounds so. Yeah. I, 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 as I was driving up to the gig yesterday, I called Chris on the phone. He's, of course, with your fucking Bonnie, right? I called the Yankees leash, and right there's Chris. Oh, cool. Right. And, of course, yesterday, International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Uh, I'm still of the opinion, though, there should be only one day a year where we don't talk yeah. like pirates. Well, I'm working on that. I wanted to sing the whole gig last night in pirate, but I, I couldn't hear anything. Maybe I did because the, the situation, it was kind of, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, Good show. out of mind, out of, well, it just left. It would leave, you felt vibration on your throat, but it left in, in a, a stealthy fashion. Maybe the folks heard it, though. So anyway, I'm talking to Chris and, and uh, Kurt and uh, Pirate speak, and they're like, "Ah," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and uh, but uh, they were thinking of us at the gig, so they played the El Rey. Cool. And they were smoking. Bob, Bob said it was a good gig. Yeah, they really got their game back up. They've been on the road for a few months now, and uh, you know, I saw them play the first show at the Mint, which was their record release. And this one was in that sort of countrified, psychedelic, uh, oh, bitch, and uh, really in sync. Yeah, it was nice. They can, you can tell they can feel they got the magic kind of happening again. Lance, you know me, puppets. Yes. Old yes. buddies of ours. Oh, okay. They're a Phoenix band, but known them since maybe eighty. Well, the trippiest thing is, I was telling them the first time I saw you guys, I was living in Redondo, and I was the cramps and the meat puppets. Oh, it's here in Pedro. Waters here in Pedro. Okay. And separately, both of them, I told them this, and they're like, "That was the night we met D Boone." Wow. You know, that's how they remembered that night. Uh -huh. So it's kind of neat yeah. to hear that wow. yeah, from them. And I, yeah. all these years brothers. I've admired them, but I never went up and bothered them or talked to them. And so it was kind of fun. 
So now they'd be raped for bothering. Yeah, it's <laughs> pirate. pirate. It was after midnight, so it was officially pirate day. So I'm like, hey, maybe. Fucking head. You've been up on the sun lately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, anyway they were playing uh, Slims up there and they're going to go on Northwest and then I think they got a gig opening for uh, what was it somebody Marsh uh, somebody friend. we want uh, <laughs> but uh, it's great you know uh, Bob says the drummer Ted is coming on cool still no Derek Bostrom but no he's his own man uh-huh. and. Uh, Kirk Woodsy said we were just glad. Brothers are back in sync and harmony oh, and having good. fun doing it. Yeah, those guys are magical when they click. Now, there's a gig here in Pedro next week. Brother Lance, you're going to play? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's yeah. this about? Well, we're very fortunate. We're going to play with the Gears. Yeah. And uh, cool. they asked us to, uh, Dirk with Guitar Safari, uh, he got a hold of those guys. Yeah. And, uh, and they said, yeah, they wanted to come down. And uh, so the Gears, and they'll be with uh, Seatbelt and the Pecking Order. Dark. And uh, they got the Lazy Lance and the Longhorns on board, too. Okay. Uh, play with them. We're stoked to be on that bill. Did they, you bring some music? I did. I did. I brought a little of our Longhorn stuff. Okay, let's play some right now. Hey, we want some audience participation on this one. Get up and dance a little bit. Dang it. Right, right. So we're going to play one more number here. Goes out to our big fans. Big ones. Listen up, big fat baby. You know how it goes. One, two, one, two, three, four. No, no, don't go. Back here. Love me more. She's a big fat baby, but so look good to me. I'm gonna tell the world, I'm gonna ask her to marry me. Well, I saw that girl walking down the street last night. Well, I saw that girl walking down the street last night. Well, I don't know what you want, but you just won't treat me right. I said, no, no, don't go. Get back here. Love me more. She's a big fat baby, but she sure look good to me. I want to tell the world. I want to ask her to marry me. Ah! Oh, you big, fat, beautiful thing. She's a big fat baby, but she look good to me. Oh, big fat baby, but she look good to me. I'm gonna tell the world, I'm gonna ask her to marry me. Well, I saw that girl walk down the street last night. Well, I saw that girl walk down the street last night. Well, don't know what you want, but you just won't treat me right. I said, no, no, don't go. Love me more, she's a big fat baby, but she sure look good to me. I'm gonna tell the world, I'm gonna ask her to marry me. Why? Big fat baby! Well, big fat baby, but she sure look good to me. Oh, big fat baby, but she sure look good to me. I'm gonna tell the world I'm gonna ask her to marry me. I'm gonna tell the world I'm gonna ask her to marry me. I'm gonna tell the world I'm gonna ask her to marry me. Right. 
Do you need ba- I want to take a little break. break.
from Pedro show uh, we just heard fuck rock and roll That's something live from television I think in 76 or 75 when Richard Hell was in the band and then we heard dim stars with monkey you're talking about monkeys right yeah, where know. the mat chongos <laughs> or sarus Japanese speaking of which we heard uh, Kearo Abe with uh, some soprano sax improv he's one of these wild uh Free jazz cats in the late 60s, early 70s. I think he died of an OD. Too bad. Beautiful musician. And since we just had a little co-train, maybe a long thing from a Asian brother. You know, uh, I played with the sax cat 
a couple weeks ago in Tokyo named Akira Sakata. And Sakata sounded wild out of Free Jazz 60 scene. He told me he saw the John Coltrane gig in Hiroshima. Oh, yeah. 1966. Yeah, he comes, he, train's blowing hard for two and a half hours. Whatever. Yeah, he comes in after after the gig and wants to get an autograph. And trains, they open up the hatch and trains there with the towel on his head and he's practicing. You know, the gig's over and he's still got to practice. This guy. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's cracking after the gig. And then we started off on that music there with Lance's uh, Big Fat Baby with the Longhorns. And we're yeah. getting at the, the beginnings of the Longhorns because Lance played with Scott McLean and Street Ur Urchins with, uh, it was Minutemen Days. Yeah, yeah, it was still, that was early. Okay, uh, okay. 1980, I think, 19, you know. So it was early 80s. Yeah. And uh, it was Dancing Waters. It probably still had the waterfall. Still had the waterfall. The little green room had the yeah. controls where you could... Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could dance. Yeah, they had a sidewalk. Yeah, that it was, was a trip. <laughs> I, t I took Bob by the pad. He'd never seen the uh, where me and D. Boone started the band in D. Boone's apartment above Joe Baza in the alley between 19th and 20th Street. Yeah, like the grasshopper store. Yeah. Oh, the grasshoppers. I showed him my first part of my got apartment 18 on Gaffey between 22nd and 21st. And D. Boone, a year or two later, D. Boone got one. And we were working at Jack Mox, dollar six five an hour. A graveyard 11 to 7. We come home really tired. And Econo, right? So it's a Motan. But to fill up the gut, oatmeal. Fill you up. And in those days, oatmeal, I think, was a 29 cents a big old round thing. <laughs> and there'd always be a grasshopper. I said, D Boom, we keep killing this grasshopper in your pad. You know, there'd be one in this corner. It's next door to me. And it's a little court thing. These are. $113 furnished in 1978. And uh, yeah, I was like, man, what the fuck? How does he keep coming back to life? And then I looked up at his ceiling, and the overhead has a, a, like a hatch, uh, like a, uh, some access to attic. So, hey, give me that uh, coffee table. Take the lamp off. Let me look up here. So I push it up in there, and I went, up to my shoulders, and he said, well, it's all dark here, D-Boom. Why don't you take that uh, lampshade off and pass that lamp up? No. <laughs> you know where those are going, <laughs> So he passes that lamp off, <laughs> and I bring that thing up in front of my face, and there was like 30,000 fucking big red eyes <laughs> from <the> grasshoppers. <laughs> they were like inch from my face, and all these thousands of them. <laughs> I, was, I was like, ah! yeah, they were there. They were like four or five in. These were little baby. These were big motherfuckers, six inch maybe. And they're all there. And I just dropped the fucking lamp and it smashes right the light bulb. Ah, I fought the thing, you know. And I was kind of spooked out just because their faces were right on me. But Deep Boone was really, because he was told, like later, later, yeah, kind of phobia. When he was a boy, uh, he had a. There was a jar, a mayonnaise, empty mayonnaise jar of spiders, and he had opened up, and they crawled up his arm, and like, ah. I mean, he was a big, strong guy, right? But this, they had a weird thing with the butt. So he's, he's like, what? He gets a <laughs> plywood from outside, and a hammer and nail, and just, you know, over the hatch after, you know, 
he moves out the next day. Fuck this pad. And he moves to this pad. So I think it was it actually was the su uh, summer of 79. Because in January of 80 is when we start the band. He wants to break, we break up the reactionaries. Mm -hmm. or he does. I, I went along with it. But it was a plan to start a new band. And I saw so Bob, um, the pad. And now we now we get together. We don't have a drummer yet, so we're getting together the first batch of Minuteman songs with no board. no drummer, right? And we're playing in an apartment, so you can't use an amp. So we're strumming on these guitars with no amp, and then stomping on the ground to keep beat, right? But Joe Biza, he don't hear the guitars. He's just hearing all this stomping. He thinks he's just two crazy guys. <laughs> Dancing around. <laughs> and he, knew, he heard you playing the Who, so he's thinking. This is later on, though. At first, he thought we were just some nutballs. But then, you know what? He starts. We, we, there wasn't a lot of Latin. There were some Latin guys at the yeah. gigs, but Joe has a very distinctive yeah. style. You know, his stovepipe pants. I got to record with him last week. Cool. A Webb Pierce song. In the, in the jailhouse now. Cool. He did a yeah he did a duet with Willie and we did that version. Yeah, Whip Pierce is cool, and Joe Baez was on guitar. That was the surgery successful. He says sometimes a little numb, but no more pain. Cool. He wants to play over in Tokyo. Cool. So I gotta arrange something for that. But Joe Baez, um, he was right there at the beginning. Bob, you got to see the pad. Now what I didn't show you was his pad being on the bottom where the kitchen was. There was a window over the sink. And there was two huge-ass baked beans that lived in the back that belonged to the front house. And big turds, okay? Unco castles, right? So they'd fucking hose this shit down. And that window is deck level. So right into Joe Biza's sink and shit, all the turd waters. <laughs> now, he had an interesting way of decorating the pad with kind of a, I don't know what you'd call it, like, Hamster cage motif, you know, like maybe 5,000 years of newspaper all ripped up on the ground, you know. It's got the little wheel. <laughs> no wheel, but there was, it was kind of high, like up to the knee. <laughs> waiters the trail going through. You know the way hamsters like it all shredded. It was great. I love Joe Bison. And yeah. I even got to try out for Sacred Trust, but didn't make it. Drove by other pad the other day, just down uh, the street from the Dancing Waters, uh, down from the donut shop. 14th so Street. Really funky blue colored pad. Workout pad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I like showed Bob the pad in the back. Yeah, yeah it's a funny color. I lived 14 years and uh, one outlet. Because wow. the thing was built before electricity. They actually was Vermont and Third Street or something. They towed it down here wow. and then put electricity. I had that whole shit running on one outlet. Wow. It was a one-room pad, and I didn't know you had to pay to be enlisted. That's where Ed from Ohio. Uh, he tracked you down. Just call me up. You're I'm coming over. In the book. Right. Yeah. They're, speaking of moving buildings, they're going to be moving all those World War One buildings for the new school. Yeah. Next Saturday. Okay. That'll be a trip to check that out. Yeah, That'll yeah. I seen how they build all around the mammal yeah, hospital. Yeah, man, it's kind of screwed. That's so lame. They blocked them all in. Yeah, they took the whole parking lot up. Miss Peek, we haven't had you on for a while. What's up in your world? Hi. I am, uh, I guess the first news is like, 
I'm homeless this month. <laughs> I thought you were in Topanga. It's awesome. Well, that's... I'm couch surfing in Topanga. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, you have good taste, as per usual. Topanga was like, <laughs> so, you, you know, know, the inland empire or something. On, and then you're going to go to Thailand, right? Um, Is that the plan? Months, yeah. yeah. And uh, the MMA fighter guy documenting? Uh, well, um, I got back into uh, freelancing for Fight Magazine ah. and wanting to probably do more uh, elaborate projects in Thailand for them, with them, if if um, negotiation works Are fruitful. Yeah. Great. So, well, I hope they are. Yeah, uh, and I know you, you're partial to that kind of exercise. <laughs> we were talking to Bob about on tour. Kicks. Yeah, your kicks what? over my missing men's heads. <laughs> you know, the wake-up surprise, you know, at the gas station. Oh, you're missing heads. Like, it's, you don't expect somebody to put their leg over your head from, yeah. Stealth little brown lady. <laughs> Very quick, too. Like, <laughs> Great, great. So, Lance, okay, excuse me, got to get back to how this Longhorns got started. It's kind of like some of these bands. There were some Pedro bands beside the Minutemen. You should yeah. let, let people know. <laughs> you know? No, sometimes people think, right, there was only Minutemen. I mean, you guys weren't too much younger than us. No. Like, I'm 51. Yeah, so you were only three years younger. Yeah. In those days, in high school, it does mean a little bit. Yeah, it does. Maybe it's a three big years. Difference. It's like when your brother, your little brother, he's two years old. You ain't hanging out with yeah. your friends, man. You know, and then you get older, and it's it like, don't mean shit. Yeah, it's nothing. But yeah, a couple years. Three years is like deal. fucking. You know, oh, you had twenty more pisses than I did. Okay. But I think the dial tones were already planned and formed their band with uh, Bill and Pete. Mass yeah. and uh, that, and then uh, that was around the time that Scott and Mark had guitars, and they said, uh, you know, we got guitars, and we need a bass player. So yeah, I went to the pawn shop and I picked up a bass. And you never played, played bass before. No, and when I got it, it, had three strings on it, and it stayed three strings for <laughs> yeah. a long time. I mean, I never. We started with those surf songs, yeah, and yeah, some punk songs, and it yeah. got at that time it seemed like it was really do it yourself. Everybody, it was like you didn't have to. I don't know. You could start a band without having to be, you know. Uh, Right, right. Like, I don't know, when you grew up looking at records or these other big name bands or something, it seemed like, hey, you know, you know all these other little punk acts and stuff were coming around. And, yeah. And it, it seemed like, yeah, we could do this. And you guys would play a lot of parties too around Pedro, I remember. Yeah, yeah, we used to play a lot of parties and like said. And very, uh, like a, what would be, you call it a kegger or something, but a lot of cats. Yeah, you guys yeah. had some big parties. We were fortunate back then. I don't know if kids get away. I mean, it seemed like they used to have blowouts in backyards <laughs> and in people's houses. Yeah. And so, I mean, just big old parties. Spilling out onto the streets and parked and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And, like the neighbors were more uh, tolerant of a little fun. Yeah, fun you know, it wasn't the rules control. were a little more lax or something. I mean, I don't know, cops pulling me over and like, hey, just pour it out and go home, park yeah. your car and walk, you know. And Wow. Did you guys ever record? Um, yeah, we did some studio stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I never got yeah. to get a Street Urchin record. Um, Do you have actually, any on you? Um, no, I got a Longhorns one. Right, we, well, we played some there. Our original stuff. But, um, yeah, do you think about those days? I sure do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those were all the best. Do you ever think of touring? I, you know, at the time, I just, 
you know, then I went in the Coast Guard, and I was yeah. fortunate to be stationed here at Terminal Island. And so, Bob, my you know, gig, you know, Admiral Higby Way, you can look uh -huh. across the channel where yeah, Warehouse yeah, 1 is. Yeah. That was your first time there, huh? Yeah. Little street. Yeah. Show me where well. Dee Boone got in trouble for uh, attacking a building with a weed whacker. <laughs> He's actually <laughs> he was doing work at Nichols Institute. Some lady said there's a crazy man attacking the building. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Boone with a weed whack. He was he's doing his job. A so you you got stationed right there. Wow, what yeah. luck! Yeah, and I was living on Thirty Second Street, right yeah. below a Gaff Street pool. And um, wow, yeah. And from that hillside, you know, I was on a little patrol boat, eighty-two foot patrol boat, and uh, it was like firemen out would be two on, two off, and search and rescue stuff. So yeah, the yeah. other crew would be out, and I'd be off, and I was renting that little house. And there was times when uh, you know, I'd call the base, and they say, no, they're out on a you know, a case and they're towing a boat in from San Nicholas or some urchin divers or some kind of stuff like that. I could sit right there in my front room and I could see the Coast Guard boat coming up to the lighthouse, you know, and okay, now it's time to cruise in. Pretty good time. <laughs> it was a pretty good, you know, that little house over there. That was a good time. So, yeah, if you're in the guards, kind of yeah, hard to tour. Yeah, you know, back then, uh, that was before the, uh, the random drug testing and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was really... Pretty calm. mellow, and I, I really learned how to drink and party in the service. <laughs> I really did, man. The chief, that you're on my crew, and then the, the skipper's crew was all the straights, and, and we had the pirate crew. <laughs> so that's how they kind of divided it up, you know, and he goes, I'm this, that, you know, and because I could hang at the club with them and drink beer. And, right, you right. Know. right. He, I liked fishing. He was from up Washington, up that way, and he loved fishing, you know, and uh, oh, cool. we do. We go float around up there and turn up the radio and listen for calls. And, but we fished. Man, we did a lot of fishing. <laughs> it was cool. It was a good time. And we practiced on the Coast Guard base. We used to use one of the little offices there, and the guys would come. And we played the club, Lighthouse Club, one yeah. time on the base with the street urchins. And wow. Did some stuff. and uh, But yeah. that would have been hard to tour being in the Guard. Yeah. I guess we just weren't fortunate to get a... Get it going get like it out that. there, get, you know. But the Longhorns, and I don't remember what happened to Dollar They were pretty popular, too, though. Yeah, they were. They had a pretty good little run. Yeah. And they had a good run and uh, played around. But uh, just like us, I guess we all play, you know, we played a couple clubs, Hollywood and around and right. bars in Long Beach and Bogarts. We used to go out right, there right. back then. Right, right. We were in the Pacific Ball. We did a bunch of In fact, I played the last game there. That was Firehouse. I saw Thunders there. I saw Paul Stanley do, do a solo gig there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he came on stage, his mouth was full of picks, and he just spit them out on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Guitar picks, you know? Paul that said Paul Stanley on it, yeah. It's too much. Some dude had a license plate in the crowd, you know, that said Paul or something on it. For president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, a couple of them cats got with you to make this Longhorn yeah, band. How long so, ago? Uh, uh, we formed that band like in, uh, I guess, 1990. Wow, so you've been around. Horns, yeah. And then uh, we've been. You ever the Greenhorns? <laughs> Cincinnati <laughs> band? <laughs> Two of them became uh, Jack White's oh, Rock really? and Tour. Yeah. Rock and Tour, oh, that's cool. I think the basses with this new one, that Heavy Weather? Something? Dark Weather? Um, yeah, we plays dress, drums Allison again. From the Kills. I first played with him. He was in Dead like weather. A, Dead weather. Yeah, well, he was in a funny band called Goober and the Peas. He was like sixteen, oh, playing drums. Oh, oh. They do yuck yuck shit in a cowboy <laughs> suit. 
but he's been at it. He's been at it. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, country out of Detroit. Yeah. So, 19 years you've had Longhorns. But we broke, well, we kind of, yeah, kind of broke up there, had a hiatus there, and um, we just kind of got back about, I guess, July 4th, officially played a, you know, 4th of July thing. Yeah. And, and then it just kind of took off, you know, with a one-time thing. We were going to do it, and uh, and we got people start asking us to play, and it was kind of funny. You say, well, we get paid to practice. We only got together to be able to practice a couple times. We've had like about eight gigs since then, just, you know, eight gigs. Right, right, right. And just, you know, like on the fly and just resurrecting our old tunes. And we got a different bass player this time around. Uh, Chuck. Oh, you ain't on bass? No. You traded no, in the they, three they string. They said we got a real bass player. Trader. That's how I ended up being a singer. And, uh, blew they said, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. Harp you said on you the barge. Learn the harp. You were working with Brother Matt. Is that right? Yeah, I used to bring my harmonica to work on the barges, and uh, not when the engines are running, of course. But in those engine rooms, that big metal box in there, you get a real good <laughs> resonance. Yeah, it, yeah, it's cool. And uh, yeah, it was long hours. Those twelve-hour shifts, and I mean that was minimum. We do twelve, yeah. fourteen, foggy, sixteen hours. Get, fogged you in. Oh, we can't get a tugboat out to you. We sit out there at anchor and. Uh, Trade magazines for beer. Water system. Yeah, Playboy for beer. Yeah. I think me and Matt used to go there. You got some studio stuff from David Foghorn. Let's play some.
Live for Pedro show. That's I'm back from the Longhorns of Lancet. What's the story on that? A lot of bad luck, and then yeah, things had just turned around. I um, had uh, my mom had kicked me out of the pad, and I was staying at my friends, and and that, and then I had gotten a job and got a little pad up and everything, and it was yeah, it felt like I was back. Finally got a job, and I'm rolling in the green. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, Yo. and the struggle with the the tumors. Yeah, well yeah, then that's in this time around, you know, now I'm back in that song. I wrote that song a long time ago, but this yeah. time and now that song's like got meaning right, again. Right. It's the same thing. I'm back and like we got back with the guys, you know, and I was caught up in that uh married working two jobs and everything and then uh the old lady found another guy, another longshoreman, you know. <laughs> but uh and now I can't you know, after all the cancer and everything I can't work. But, you know, I turned around. I just feel like I've never been happier. I'm doing my artwork, painting, drawing, yeah, right. back playing music with my buddies. Yeah. And I don't have much money. You know, I get SDI. But uh, right, right. it couldn't be better. It really couldn't be better as far as the way things are going, you know. I got caught up in all that jive. And just, yeah, yeah. You know, and it, I don't know. It's just nice. It's nice. It's weird how you could lose sight because I've always been like, my dad thought the weird one that was listening to records and drawing and surfing, you know, and my brother can take you apart and build it. But to be able to do that creative stuff, you know, and, and, you, and you, I guess you think you're doing what's right by working and taking care of everything. And yeah. I really missed all that stuff. I didn't realize how much I missed it Yeah. until now, you know, and it was a blessing to get that cancer. I guess if that's what it took for me to come back and get, get it back and, back. and get you know what I mean and look, put a whole new perspective on everything yeah yeah what's important and what's you know and, and things are short and you should do it I think that's what the middle fun. years are about too it's like yeah. adding it all up because you play the game a long time yeah yeah and then maybe start thinking what's it all about what's it mean right right half empty half full glass right. thing yeah yeah exactly I go exactly. through I've been going through that too you know, I met Ray Bradbury at this lecture, and he, his big shtick was, do what you loved at five years old, you know. Uh -huh. Wow. Like, whatever that was for him. Painting the walls with my own shit. Deboom <laughs> 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 had a theory about that. So some dudes pack it in not too creative as babies, you know. Other dudes are painting yeah. the walls, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Cool. You, 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 you wearing that beer? Oh, it's lobster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My pop said, if you ain't wearing it, you ain't enjoying it. <laughs> I am partying. <laughs> okay, we're at the end of the first hour of September 20, 2009. Watt from Pedro's show. Hold tight for hour two. I like it in Sand Pebbles. Steve McQueen, he knows the motor. He knows that they put that propeller shaft, screw shaft off a right. true, so they'd right. be always having to rebuild the bearing, yeah. make work. You could hear it. Huh. He knew his motor. Yeah. He well, said, I trust machines. They don't lie. <laughs> it's people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's got that gift. Well, I got to announce this here. It's um, September 20, 2009, second hour of the Watt from Pedro show. And um, here's, here's four songs about my first punk rock bass hero, Richard Hell.
but this happened with Richard too. I mean, he's had songs written about him. So we started the second hour off with Malcolm saw Richard Hell by the Wormwood Subs, and, and anybody knows the thing about Richard Hell. <laughs> Malcolm McCa- uh, maybe it has nothing to do. It's just a coincidence. But Malcolm McLaren was the Sex Pistols manager. Yeah, he's also the last manager for the New York Dolls, and he. Yeah, he had a lady friend who had a clothes store in London called Sex, Vivian Westwood, and a way to try to get a word up about this store. He wanted a wild dress, you know, guy, call him the Sex Pistol. <laughs> and I did, I wanted to talk to Richard about it, but he wanted to discuss it. But anyway, uh, yeah. That was Richard Held. Please kick me, or I hate Pink Floyd, you know. That wasn't a leg flipping the elbow. Please kick me. Please kick me is that sign on the back of your yeah, shirt. I, know, is yeah. <laughs> I fell for that one every time. Digger dude is the whole thing. I was watching Harold Lloyd, old Harold Lloyd movie. Yeah. And he, uh, he's got this cop and he's trying to dis- distract him so his buddy can get away. So Harold Lloyd gets a piece of chalk and he writes backwards on this wall, kick me. And then he gets in the cop, leans up against the wall, and when the cop turns around, this drunk sees him and boots his cop right in the ass, man. Because it rubbed off it the chalk. It rubbed chop. off, but it yeah. went the right way. It yeah. was just funny, those old movies. Wow, was, yeah, he was something else. That's probably where it started. Yeah, the kick me. And then him hanging on that clock, and you think he's ten stories up. That's the movie that's in, it's yeah. Safety Last. Safety Last, Safety Last, right, last yeah. is when he does that, before it's wild. steals the building. And then we heard Richard Hell's Kitchen by... Cannibal ga- Galaxies, Richard Hell, <laughs> by the Shut Ups, I think they're an Atlanta band. And then Amen of Richard Hell or What You by Teo Ali Aura, which I think is a uh, Ukrainian or a Russian band. So some stuff for Richard. <coughs> Carries on. I, I actually wanted to play those things for him and then ask him, but he played a, like a half-hour version of a Velvet Underground song recorded live in Cleveland. Which one? And some Shostakovich. He played a lot of great music. He had it all planned out. When I came over his pad, now this is the same pad. He lived in uh, this for many years, since the 70s. Oh, Allen wow. Ginsberg had wow. in this building. Yeah. Allen Ginsberg? On the Lower East Side. Yeah, it was wild. He let me play his bass, wow. his first bass. Cool. Yeah, it was great. But he had thought about this radio show thing for a while so he picked out all the music and at one point you know we were listening to stuff and he says to me man I don't know what else to say and I think to him, I say to him, well why don't let you let me ask you because <laughs> he's really weird I guess people you know he's had problems with but I'm just a foaming uh-huh. fanboy you know I was very inspired when I put a picture of him on my base in 70. Uh, eight when that record Voidoid uh-huh. I got to meet uh, um, yeah Ivan Julian too they get to one of the guitars I got to record with Bob Quine once with Lee Ronaldo at Bob Dylan's song but Which these guys were do? big people to me and Dee Boone I mean you know you ne- uh, they were just sounds and images and just but really important didn't want to copy them but really inspired like wow they're trying shit why don't we try shit mm-hmm. you know Seems like they they're not afraid to be original, mm-hmm. so why not try to find out what's original about us? Whatever, mm-hmm. hopefully something is, and if we uh, 
That's Fuck what's up. cool about back then. Like, yeah, that yeah, generation. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it really we was. Could do something when I was saying like this, starting a band. It's, Which was really wild. Yeah. And uh, the idea of music or art as expression, uh-huh. and, you know, and that, it was kind of. I know it sounds naive, but it was new on us. From Marina Rock, we thought just. Sure. I don't know. There was the big difference between that music makers, era, yeah. Rock. Perfect. Yeah. Music makers, and then music. You don't worry about your proficiency. It's just go for it and learn on the fly. I think that's a cool part of it. Yeah. There's a lot of innovation comes out of that. Well, I said not afraid to be original or do some kind of. Creative yeah. Well, that's what we're talking and about it means you know f- falling down a lot, but mm-hmm. and getting back up. So what? Mm-hmm. I think it's worth it in the long run. Um, so you're gonna play with the gears, Gather from the old days. Yeah, yeah, I was really stoked to be able to be on the same bill with those guys. Because oh. I remember seeing them and digging that. That's great album. too about Dirk having the record, uh, the guitar cool store shit. in town. Yeah, yeah, it is, and he's hung on to it for all these years right. and to be able to. Hang on. And, and what do you think about on. playing Harold's? I mean, can you imagine five years ago there'd be punk gigs? Uh, I know. <laughs> you know what's a funny story is uh, with the urchins, we got a gig across the street. There used to be a place in, uh, I think it was Topless for a while. Then it was Bronco Billy's. Yeah. Was it Heidi Bronco. Ho too? It was the Heidi Ho, yeah. Yeah, hanging at the Ho. Yeah. So it was Bronco we Billy's. Anything. And we went down there and we auditioned, brought all our stuff. We set up and we played for the guy. And he goes, okay, you can get a gig. So it was like two weeks away. And the night we get down there, we said, hey, can we get a beer? Oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we lost our liquor license, temporarily suspended. Well, so all our friends are there, play our set. And I said, okay, we're taking a break, and uh, we're going across the street for a beer to Harold's. You want to join us? <laughs> Everybody went. And I mean, the guy's looking at me like he had chicken wings or something on special. He's trying to make up for it, like pretzels and all this sodas. You know, he goes, This ain't cool, man. And we're dragging everybody across the street. And, uh, you know, so we 15, 20 minutes, we come back and we play another set. But we ended up kind of shooting ourselves in the foot because by the third set, everybody just stayed across the street and we were playing for nobody. You know, they'd rather drink and they soda pop and chicken wings or whatever he had going. You know, he was like, oh, hey, man, but I got G, like all these little specials. They had some other names too, like George's in between rounds. Uh, yeah, yeah was that was another spot. Yeah, I think it was the same pad. It would just change names. Yeah. Now it's an AA yeah. pad. Yeah, Lano Club. Yeah. Right? It's a Lano Club. Club. Yeah, that's what's 20 year anniversary yeah. or something for Lano Club. Yeah. For, for a long like time. It got trashed out. That place has some history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah some and history. it was Baracho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Biker Casa de Baracho. Yeah. yeah. We used to go nip and yeah. at Harold's way back when. Yeah. Yeah. We used to seek <laughs> out those little dives. Yeah. Remember that one in Long Beach or on Wilmington when we go to the IBU hall and go down the street, that little place? We were going to play yeah, shuffleboard with those yeah. guys. Like, I think we're getting in too deep. We were beating them, and they were getting mad. Like, oh, man, I think we got to get it. These guys are taking it way too serious. So we're like, ha-ha, having fun. And they're like looking at us like, F these two white boys, man. You guys are in here, you know, beating us at our deal. And, uh, yeah, we used to seek out some bitching spots. The barbecue tour was cool, though. We got to yeah, get that going again. Yeah. Barbecue, like barbecue tour. Barbecue tour. Oh, we had the barbecue yeah. tour. Um, yeah, we found some cool spots. JB's. That was one of the better ones we found yeah. there. Yeah, uh, JB. Alondra or, or yeah, Alondra and Avalon. It was on like oh, a little island. There's like busy. The old black barbecue. It's a little island right in the middle. Yeah, Woody's. There was one on 107th. and Woody's. At the church there, and they start on Friday, and they they got these oil drums they're using. Yeah, I got the oil drums. He's got an oil drummer, Brother Matt. Yeah, got it. And speaking of which, Brother Matt, time for your spin cycle. Cool. 
was cruising down the parkway in a beat of 53. Smoking like a steamship with the police at the beat. I passed the business district and just then I saw Cadillac dealer signs that it takes a world car. I pulled up in the alley, pulled my clutch right at the door. I was halfway through the dealers when the car flew past the door. I want a Cadillac, Mr. Dealer. Like they built in 55. I want a Cadillac, Mr. Dealer. So I can move all down the line. Yeah. And when I hit that open road, man, I'm really gonna fly.
favorite ride man, don't you let my favorite ride man, don't you let my favorite ride man, don't you let my favorite ride. Automatic on 
so much for your spin cycle and uh, we got the mic situation better yeah can you hear that it's a truck it's an old Chevy <laughs> truck glass yeah. pack <laughs> glass pack remember those they had these headers called uh, or exhaust called cherry bottles yeah 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 right. big throat oh uh, Lance, you were talking about the situation here in Pedro with the uh, procuring talent for our, our events, oh. like our Lobster Fest today. Oh, boy. And uh, you saw, yeah, dudes were miming to some Peter music. Yes, yes. <laughs> Doing the whole thing, and I'm looking at the four guys, and I'm hearing horns and keyboards, and and it's not happening. And when my friend showed me... Next to the drummer, they got a whole computer thing going, and it, yeah, it was straight Milli Vanilli on steroids type. Just <laughs> so instead of getting inspired <laughs> by musicians, they get inspired by Milli Vanilli. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll do them one better. True. You that should have been a clue. Yeah, hey, we could do that. But yeah. I don't know why. When they finally get a budget to pay a band, and then they'll seek out yeah. shit like that. Yeah, it's so a taste of Pedro should have local. Taste of Pedro. Taste of Pedro taste. Taste. some local representation, you know. Sour taste. Yeah, TV dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Remember them things? Yeah. yeah. Are they still okay. around? Okay. You uh, put them in the oven yeah. and they're aluminum foil. They had a little yeah. cobbler thing that you peel back. You know? Oh, that was the part that was bubbling hot. You <laughs> yeah. come out crazy. Toxic, probably. You know, you we know, were kids. You know, we kind of dug it. You know. We kind of dug it. That was like a treat oil. almost when you were little. I don't know if you remember. I thought my mom was sitting on those TV. We'd pick out our little TV dinner. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for the fried chicken. Salisbury steak. Yeah. some bunk ass stuff that was frozen in there for years. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer the Jiffy Pop. You know, that was an active experience. You know, you made the thing grow. Oh, right, right. Yeah, the half of it. Blackstone Jr. They had that commercial. It was... Remember? Right, right. I guess microwaves change. You can't yeah. put those in... Yeah. No, yeah, that kind yeah, of ruined the... Yeah. So then, then microwave chow, which is really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dung bags. Dung bags. Oh man, just total filler. <laughs> yeah. So all that stuff started coming about with astronauts, probably. Astronauts. Yeah, they had those space <laughs> sticks. Those space food sticks were not real tasty. Well, that's how they still, you know, they used to plug Tang. The astronauts yeah. drink it, man. <laughs> it was like, wow. <laughs> 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 Why not just grind up some pixie sticks? You know? Stretching out the metaphor to music, it's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Where if they would like let some bands play. There's a scene going on here, man. There's a lot of bands making music. And, but 
that shows you the disconnect between people on putting on public events for the public, but who's public? Yeah, right. Well, like where's where the connection or where's the disconnection? They get their kids. To well, the people that the sit on those committees are like yeah. all who's you know to be on the committee, you got to be in the little loop of that what's yeah. what yeah, they like think is cool like they're not going to let you or I be on that committee oh. heaven forbid and, and you have some kind of input or like you know like what do you Private know club. about you know you know well that's so how they look like that and so we get another <clears throat> same old same old match of same old and that's crazy too younger versions of that same yeah, old same the kids the kids do yeah it's, it's the like kids. that house you know you were showing me today where they're, you can hear the music pouring out and there's happening there you know yeah talking about the thing with the barbie you know doing insisting yeah. that they film this thing and peter there was like, this thing uh <clears throat> some skaters wait barbie and chuck treese that great uh television show uh, fuse tv wanted to have uh oh some athletes like skateboarder can also play wow what a concept so ray barbie why uh, you do a gig at, at a club and we'll film it and ray barbie's like no why not not have a club. Why about? There's been this house on 13th Street in Pedro where the bands are playing in the living room. And in fact, uh, there's like uh, bands touring will play this living room. Wow. And this whole scene that's below the radar of clubs and uh -huh. any of that, they're just making it for themselves. And I would like to play for that. And yeah. So we took them to the house on 13th Street and I did the bass and Chuck Treese on the drums and Ray Barbie on the guitar. And and when a band of girls hang out there, played, and they filmed that, and it, he said it was just this idea of, of, of really do it yourself. It wasn't just an era or a phase. It can happen always. And here's an example of it here. Sure. And the idea that somebody who can skate can also play. I mean, <laughs> do two things. Yeah. Wow. And, and you can work on a barge and still play. <laughs> yeah. This whole idea play, that you have to be stuck in one box or the other, it really Pigeonholed. Pigeonhole, right. And so what Ray did was a great thing by insisting on that. And then it that is cool. kind of opened their mind, and this stuff is still playing. Some guy at the gig last night was telling me about seeing this on the television. What is that, cool. that, that we're called? It's... Uh, Something know. TV. Spike TV. Fuse. Oh. Fuse, yeah. I've seen Fuse. that channel. And it's Fuse. cool to show that how much more interesting is that yeah. than like the guy, oh, we want to go to a club, the first instinct of these knuckleheads that run something like that. Yeah. And that he said, hey, you know what, jive it. Let's go. Here's where it's happening at my friend's pad or this guy's that are doing it. Yeah. And, uh, and not for the, to be in a club or whatever. But that's nice. And it's more interest and that makes mm -hmm. it something, like I said, people are still watching it. They wanted to even like uh, hook it up, like the way they shot it. And, no, let's just shoot it like it's in the Straight on, yeah, just like the <laughs> old days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we pull yeah. up there today, and what do we hear when we get out? You hear this great music just booming out of this cool-looking old house. Yeah, you know, I right go, on, right on. That's and it's not far from where the men and men had their gestation. Muffler. You know, the pad next to Midas yeah. Muffler. That's right. That's uh, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Somebody needs to do a documentary or something. And that four, the whole 4th Street scene that was happening. Yeah. It was an extension of that, that porch court thing. In fact, Todd, Recess Records, mm -hmm. skater guy from Torrance who moved to Pedro, yeah. started a label. Yeah. He's got that Underground Railroad candy yeah, line. Yeah. Well, they lost their bassy. And so he asked me to do the, the gig with him, oh. with T.S.O.L. and 
I think cool. Redondo or Hermosa or something. Cool. <laughs> yeah. He said, if you know C chord and A chord, you can do it. I said, okay. I'll yeah, Casey's a drummer. That's right. Yeah, yeah, he was in my class. He was my student. Oh, really? Yeah, he rocks. I look great. He's got a few bands going. Yeah. Uh, Todd's a very industrious guy. He played on the boat with us. But, oh, uh, cool. Toys that, that kill. Uh-huh. Yeah, that boat gig. It was a trip. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was beautiful. A little harbor sea, tour. Though. Yeah, while you were playing, but yeah. it's like a speedboat during the day, so all the seats were up front, and the pilot house is midship, so we didn't really have a lot of room. Right. <laughs> I went on one of those not too long ago. And uh, really not enough power. Mm-hmm. My bass amp like sucked it all <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Had to tell the guy to get some speed up, then we were hitting the waves. And, but it was very interesting and cool. Because last time I was on a boat playing was 26 years ago. Mm-hmm. I haven't really Joy gotten C. into the food Joy chain, C, uh, yeah. uh, cruise line uh-huh. food chain yet, you know. So it was Joy at Sea with Meat Pumps and Men, man. And the same year was last time I played the desert. desert. We were just uh-huh. rented out two school buses and a generator and played in the dry clay. Cool. did back to back. Yeah. So here you did you it know, in a week. Yeah. A week. It's a total coincidence how that hmm. happened like yeah. that. Ain't that weird? Yeah. All these years mm-hmm. later. Checking no, in the harbor. Yeah. Especially for a Pedro thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a good Pedro crowd. Well, wasn't the back of that album, yours, um, Birth 181, or down there in the channel? We used to type the Idol Fleet there, the Crowley barges and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I That's think that was, wasn't that 181, right about there? When they had the dive thing and the barge. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. I remember that back of your record. This one that we did the other week was just Long Beach side. Oh, okay. But it was nighttime. It was a trip. Half yeah. Moon, uh, those fake islands. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Shepherd Island. And they got those like iridescent lights coming up on the palm trees <laughs> oh, <yeah>. and stuff. <laughs> Hiding the pumps. Hiding the pumps. <laughs> Where's the They're dry now. Yeah. Those wells are all gone, but they yeah. left the little island. Yeah. Thumbs. Thumbs. Yeah. That was his name. It was like a. a it was, it was a co-op. It was ag names. It was an acronym. T H U M. Yeah, oh, Texaco Mobile right. Chevron or uh, somebody. Standard. But yeah, it was all, an ag- all the oil companies. Anyway, That's where the Tom Silent came yeah, from. Yeah. You know what? I took Bob down to, to see the Coast Guard from Admiral Hibby Way, and Mike's tank farm I think is closed. It's all rusted out. There's nothing going on. Wow. Do you check out the Japanese monument there to the to the Japanese? Oh yeah, that yeah. Used to be there. They got oh. a monument right there by the prison when you're going down there. It's really cool. Oh, on the Terminal Islands? Yeah, yeah. No, he uh, signed up for the Pedro yeah, side oh. or Warehouse One, that That's area right, right oh, there. Yeah, the Pilot House. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that tank farm, that chemical dock or whatever, that's shut down. That's great because that yeah. was a foul, yeah, dirty poison. Spot, yeah, yeah. You know, and they have it by so many families mm-hmm. and people. Yeah. And the fish. Mm-hmm. Right, the fishermen yeah. bringing the fish right yeah, there. Right there. Yep. Yeah, and they're extending right. the marina. You know, today's paper showed they're looking like a one point something billion dollar budget finally to approve it. Did you see it in today's paper? No, Marina Del Pedro is paddling there this morning, though, to check out. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what they're talking about, finally getting that underway. Yeah, more boats. But I wonder how many Pedro people have boats here. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Marina Del Pedro. Pedro. (laughs) Well, it's kind of a thing, you know, because it's always been an industrial 
That's right. Harbor and stuff, and, and I, I kind of get lower reservation for MacArthur too. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's kind of like, like this thing. They're like, oh, right we don't have room that. for this. Dad, they want to just wipe all that stuff out. But that's kind of like what made this yeah. happen. It's kind of like is all that working history. stuff. That's you know, right. the canneries and the Todd shipyard and the you know, forty thieves and their fish dock down there. You know. So they excise the past, and then they. Put up a promenade. They put a thing to stop mm-hmm. the yeah. future by Disney having cover bands on, you know. <laughs> they don't allow Yeah, them. that's who they're chasing. Then. Yeah. And maybe get condos up or something. Yeah. yeah. We're looking at the condos they put up over the old Utros. Yeah. Empty. Are Boy they clock. really? Wow. Maybe people, you know. Because that was bunk how you just plowed that Yeah. Up. I know. Yeah, I know. Sitting yeah. Sitting and pouncing beers. Wasn't that? Yeah. They used to do buses rides too, right? Oh, he'd organize those things. They'd pull the bus up and they'd head down to uh, uh, the track and do all the little, you know, things from there. And ram games. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, when we were in high school, we had our school lunch there. They hit they golf balls beers. from there. Who organized this? We had beers for lunch. Who drove the guy? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Joe Udovac get that going, and uh, yeah, cool. the bus yeah, would pull up and all pile on. Fish, fisherman's. It was a fisherman yeah. co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think he closed there now. It's just like parties and stuff. Really? Oh, I, I, uh, I think he's still going. I just saw it in the random pranks. They had yeah, that cover story. Yeah. Article. They had a little thing on him. Buying his clothes all the time. Wow. It's crowded there today because that. Lobster Town. Yeah. yeah. Lobster town. How many? They were at like 40,000, I think. Uh, 40,000 yeah. they sold. Pete? Hmm. Set a record. How'd you like your gut full? She got all over. You cocked? Loving. Intoxicated. Pete, you out? <laughs> 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 she ate too much uh, lobster. She's <laughs> I remember that one year the guys were out there in the lobster suit saying, "Unkind lobsters mate for life." You're, ter- yeah. you know, it's cruel and inhumane. And <laughs> the little dog lobster show, dress the dogs up like lobsters and oh. some little dog parade. But the people were protesting the, in, you know, the cruelty to lobster. Mail from that did not an There's a lot of lobster from Boston. Oh. Wow. Was well, two of them with the rubber and bands on his claws. <laughs> And I put them in the pot and I put a weight on the lid because I was. And then eating them, I was all weirded out. Maybe because I had to kill Killer. them. Killer. <laughs> I kept my streak I gave the other one away and uh, I think they let them go in the sea, but it's Pacific Ocean. Probably couldn't handle this water. Yeah. Ours are like giant crawdads. Yeah, they're. There are those other ones with the, they're real cold water where ours are different, you know. Yeah, that's the big debate. Ours are better than yours because we got colder water, and the ones right. out here, you know. I've never been to the I kept my streak alive this year. I haven't been to a lobster festival yet. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, thanks. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour, uh, September 20, 2009, Wild from Pedro Show. Hold tight for hour three. September 20, 2009, it's the third hour of the Waffle Pedro show, and here's part 11, getting close to that thrilling conclusion. One part left, but this is part 11 out of 12, courtesy of ZBS Media. Meatball Fulton over there at Z, as in zebra, B is in basketball, <laughs> S is in shipmate.org. This is uh, part 11, Jack Flanders in the White Castle. Jack. This has been a long day. Uh, yeah. Doors open. Oh, man. Oh, 
Okay, okay. Guess who? What? Who are you? Ooga Booga Jones. <laughs> Ooga Booga Jones? Man, I can't believe that. You look like a giant gollywog. I'm no gollywog. I'm a demon. I never saw a gollywog wearing a cape before. I'm Ooga Booga Jones. Superhero. Superhero? Voodoo. Superhero. <laughs> Is that what you're supposed to be? That's me. And I don't find that funny. <laughs> Tell me, Oog. What can Mojo do for you? Let's go get him. Get who? Let's go get Whitey. Which Whitey are you talking about? <laughs> Sanford Whitey. I put a spell on you. No, no, no. Let's just be cool, Oog. You say you're my demon? That's me, Ooga Booga Jones. <laughs> How come I've never seen you before? What makes you think you've seen all you demons? Man, you must have been burdening my subconscious for a long time. <laughs> you have no idea who else is down there. <laughs> I thought I knew. But meeting you, I don't think I want to know. I put a spell on you. <laughs> because you're mine. Uh, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I hear Now, besides get whitey, what can Mojo do for you? Let's do some voodoo. Come on, come on, come on. You know I don't touch that voodoo stuff. Uh, that's good voodoo. And there's bad voodoo. I want to do some bad voodoo. <laughs> Man, you get me in all kinds of trouble. I can do things. You know I can do things. I know. You know stuff. I know stuff. And together, <laughs> we can have them quivering and shaking and quaking. How do you want to do that, Ooh, Ooga! Ooga! Now, tell Mojo. What you really want? What I really want? That's right. I want to get Whitey. <laughs> no, no, I mean, Oog. I mean, besides that, I want Papa Papa That's what I figured. I put a spell on you. No, 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 that's cool. Now have a seat, Oog. Because you're mine. Man, you're something else. I ain't easy. Watch out. I know. I know. I ain't lying. <laughs> Sit down, Oog, and let's see what Mojo can do for you. Mojo, your demon told you his name was Ooga Booga Jones? He was a giant gollywog wearing a necklace of bones. Mojo, if there were awards for demons, I think you'd be a pronosker. An obey. An obey? Obey. What is that? It's voodoo. What is a gollywog? 
It was originally a black-faced minstrel doll. Wow. Oh, oh! Kept screaming, "I put a spell on you!" Did he put a spell on you? Nah, nah. He was just strutting his stuff. What did you do? Uh, we had ourselves a little talk. But where did Mister Ooga Booga come from? I figure he wiggled out from under some rock. And he was one of your demons? Uh, well, my life is like a cartoon. Sometimes you never know what's going to come hopping out. Did he tell you what he wanted? Uh, hmm. He said he wanted to uh, get whitey. Get whitey? Whoa! You mean Sanford White?、Uh, that's the whitey. That's a good whitey to get. Well, why Sanford? I never found out. So what did Ooga Booga really want? He just wanted a little love and affection. <laughs> did you give him love and affection? I did. What did he do? He stopped hopping up and down and shaking his bones. Well, that was very sweet of you, Mojo. <laughs> Ooga Booga Jones. <laughs> You know what? What, Johnny? My demon and I finally had our talk. Oh, did it tell you what it wants? It wants a piece of me. That's what it told you? No, there's more than that. Did you make a truce? Yeah, but you know you gotta stay awake around those things. You turn your back, they'll take a bite out of you.、Mm, they never sleep. Hmm. And what about that genie that you dreamed about? It was Sanford White dressed up in a turban. Did you ever see him again? No. But I did talk to my demon. Well, what did she want? She wanted to be somebody. Who? Me. Did you tell her you were already you? <laughs> she was frightened. Your demon was scared of you. She's insecure. <laughs> I wish mine was that easy. Yours is easier. No way. Mine never quits. It won't quit because you won't quit. Yeah, yeah. You win by not winning, Johnny. I quit fighting. Honest. So you're okay. 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 It was fun while it lasted. Was it? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing, Zivo?、Uh, I'm okay. What's that? I'm doing some tuning.、Mm-hmm. What are you tuning? Rooms. You mean the environments in the rooms? Yeah. Hmm. Are some of those、uh, holograms? Yeah, some. <laughs> you mean like the Star Trek holodeck? <laughs> I wish. But some of the rooms are hologram friendly, right? Yeah, sure. Hmm. Those robots that follow us around. Do they all have cameras? Some. Why? I've been watching the way they've been watching me. Well, they collect data. Hmm. Yeah, I figure they collect a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Zevo Black. What? I saw you in Philly. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Your turban was smoking. Oh, when was that? A long, long time ago. I just talked to Zevo. What's he up to? You've been in his cottage. No. Why? 
That's no quaint cottage. That's a high-tech control room. Uh-huh. What for? A flying saucer? It holds the controls for the entire castle. Really? Yeah. He's got a state-of-the-art editing facility. An editing facility? Go see for yourself. <laughs> you bet I will. <laughs> you might even see yourself. What? <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> Julian, what's the word? What's up? Sons evil. Does uh, White know about this? I run everything by him. Yeah, what does that mean? He approves the edits. How do you collect all this footage? Ah, those damn midgets. Yeah, the robots. I knew it. They're always underfoot. That's because they're videotaping our every move. Not every move. Oh, no? The boss man believes in some privacy. You know, I'd like to get my hands on your boss man. (laughs) Well, I doubt you'll have that pleasure. Where is he? It's hard to say. Is he here? No. Look, I want to know where he is. I never know. I put the edits up on the server, and he checks in and approves it, or tells me to make changes. Well, that's just great. Do you want to talk to him? You bet I do. Well, I'll let him know. So all this time you knew how to reach him? I told you. I know where to leave a message. Whether he responds or not, that's up to the boss man. Well, you tell White. We all want to talk to him.
Bob from Pedro Show. You know, we're talking about Mr. Bob Forrest. Out in, saw him out in the desert last night, and he's been uh, helping people get well. And uh, cool. two years, he's going to be a uh, doctor, right. which is a great thing. Uh, we started the third hour off with uh, Part 11, Jack Flanders, White Castle. And then uh, Barrett Martin with uh, Demon Lover. He used to play drums with, uh, he's the last drummer for Screaming Trees. Mm. And he's, uh, uh, you know, I, I was thinking of uh, Mark Lanigan, and uh, Bob Forrest told me he's got something going with Martin Lenoble. Mark Lanigan, one of the great singers. Uh, I used to like Screaming Trees. Yeah, I took Screaming yeah, Trees yeah. on the first two tours. They're two big guys. Yeah, I like that. Beefy boys. <laughs> and they're great players. The band, the bass player, is still going with the Dallas, yes, man. But nobody knows what Gary Lee uh, Connor is doing. And he was the wildest guitar player. I mean, that guy'd be rolling on the deck. And, uh, and great songwriter, too. But um, sometimes things are like that. They only have a little period. It's cool when you see people keep going and going. Mm-hmm. Mr. Les Paul passed away a few yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, He was doing gigs right up to the... Yeah. You know, he's in his 90s, right? He's in 1994. I saw him in 2001 at the Iridium in New York, and he... It was amazing. Yeah, and uh, same day uh, Rashid Ali died, and he was doing gigs up to the uh, final gig. Wow. The great gig in the sky. So that's inspiring for me. But then other cats, maybe music's just a little part of their life. I think the poet uh, Rimbaud only wrote for two years, young man, and then never wrote poems again. But great poems when he was writing them. Trippy about that. So it's not me to say uh, how long people should go or anything. But for me, because uh, I want to keep going, because I like it when I see others. I'm going to play a little later tonight for this... Uh, Benefit for Cancer. Uh, Nels Klein. Saccharin Trust. Saccharin Trust is the oldest band from those SST days. That's uh, still going. Yeah. You know, Legal Jack Weapon. and Joe, Legal Weapons. Steve Reed's going to play with them again. I got to play with them, what, a month and a half ago? Yeah, they were good. Redwood. Cat Arthur. Girl. Yeah. She stepped back into that intensity. Uh, a couple songs when she's right back there. And next week, it borrowed... Redwood Bar and Grill and um, with Missing Man last gig for maybe well, until next year then they go on because they go on out with Lou Barlow uh-huh. Lou Barlow asked me hey can I borrow your Missing Man I said yeah cool. no problem my honor <laughs> so a lot of people think because it says Missing Man that I'm out there with Dinosaur but no it's Mike Watt in the Missing Man Tom Watson and Raul Morales are Missing Man mm-hmm. so that means a lot of gigs with my second man um, mm-hmm. Longshoreman, Pete Mazich, Jerry Trebitich. Cool. Good guys. And fire up some gigs. Also some Hell Ride. Oh, cool. With Perkins and Peter again. So that, that's great. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe Hell Ride should expand into Head On and some of those songs. Head On? Yeah, why not? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. Should I ask him? Why not? Perk would be up for it. Yeah, maybe. He's got some good drumming. He loves oh, yeah. Scotty. That'd be cool if he'd come to the gig tonight. I think he will. I really do. Yeah. 
It's like he has so much respect for you, the fact that cameraman Joe goes up and then, then I go up and it's like, we're friends of Mike. And he's like, like honored and humbled, you know, he has a lot of respect for Mike. It's cool. What a cool guy, Zen warrior. Yeah, he is. He's stoic. Yeah, it's very stoic. He knows a lot about nature, too. He schools me on a lot of stuff. Being on the bike, being in the kayak has taught me to listen more. She don't get run over and killed. <laughs> but it's just different reality than just blasting mm-hmm. sounds out of your car like it did when I was younger. Or more young. Less young, yeah, maybe listen a little more. But I still love blasting. Yeah. But usually when I'm working stage. <laughs> <laughs> you were blasting last night. I know. I bla- it's hard. You get addicted to that. It's hard to play soft. Mm-hmm. It is. It's very difficult. You know, some situations I have to play soft, and man, is it hard. There's nothing like turning it up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. But they've learned how to take it down on some of these stuff. Like, well, like dynamics. We are tired. Well, that, that's a di- yeah. work a whole Dynamics, are, yeah. Well, that's what makes but it. They were really were going fast. The, the thing, uh-huh. the, this thing was exploding. You know, it was a trip. As Tom uh, Watson's mom and dad were here in the front. And they're digging it. Huh. They're totally really? cool. I mean, they're like cool. They're, they're enjoying it as much I, as they I'm, I'm. I'm more young than they are. <laughs> <laughs> Not obligatory cool. enjoying it. Really digging it, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, big smiles. You know, it was up. weird when you met your friend's yeah. mom and dad. It was like all these weird and embarrassing. And yeah. These cats come to so many gigs. I'm not shy of it anymore mm. and stuff. Yeah, they love their boy. They love their boy playing music. Cool. I always think about when these cats in my bands, and I meet their parents. They're thinking, "Man, what are you doing with my son?" Yeah, you (laughs) let him astray. I remember I met, and from Ohio's mom and dad, they're the nicest people. But I'm thinking, man, you're taking them around the country in that boat and doing this for people. Yeah, it's a kind of insecure kind of thing. You know, because music is young, a more young person is like, oh, this is rebellion against mm-hmm. the, the last shift. Yeah. But you start figuring it out, it's all about taking turns. It's what like, they dug about doing the blues show, those dudes kept playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, right. they're, they're great inspirations. Yeah. Sometimes maybe it's all you know. Or you just mm-hmm. want to learn more about that? Like you played it out. Mm-hmm. It's like train, boxing after the gig, you know, you just, there's more stuff to do. And maybe other cats, well, no, I'm doing a rerun and I should c- get out. Mm-hmm. I remember hanging at Papa John Creech's pad one time talking yeah. to him about how this has got to be a really cool job. You can always take it to another level, never get burned out on what you're doing. And he said, yeah, I love it. It just takes a little longer to warm up. <laughs> yeah, no, it just takes a little longer. Hey, brother you know, Steve. how it goes back and forth. It's like cool. you inspire I'm doing the radio guys, show the right time, now. They're like inspiring you and making you, you know what I mean? So like the young guys are digging But it, I'm almost done and then, and then I'll come on up and get you and like, wow, take you over to the game. what I'm doing and then it kind of keeps your thing going it, it rekindled and it is energy exchange it's kind of neat how that works okay. you know you don't realize until you get older like how things and like Papa John you know, you know, going, oh thanks for helping me but no dude you're helping me as much as yeah. you think I'm helping you because I'm turn, you know what I mean it's yeah, an, I'm, I'm inspiring you but you're in turn inspiring me <laughs> yeah. to keep doing it to know that someone's digging something you've been yeah, doing it's, or it's that, you know a few times 
And all, yeah. You think you're in like tread and water mode or just yeah, yeah, holding yeah, pattern yeah, also yeah. the young cat and you catch that fire. Wow. Wow, yeah. Well, you know, Papa like John here say like look how, they, look how they make that gig come alive. Uh-huh. And uh, but what did I forget? What did I forget? You don't want to copy them, but there's something about the energy, you know, so right. every, every jump starts your, your trip. And I need that a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... I don't want to really get in this idea where you're jealous of the young. I mean, life is a journey, and some is before, some is after. So you just sure. hold your own, and everybody's got somehow to fit in with each other. It's, it's uh-huh. a trippy way how that works, but you can be inspired for somebody just jumping on board instead of the thing like, "Wow, you don't know where it's. You ain't been where I've been." Right. But right. Maybe, you know, maybe where you have been, you get. Making you a little tired, you're too caught up on it. Maybe uh, listen, and 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 for them it's new, and they they caught up in that. That's the easiest thing in a way when something's new, <clears throat> when something has been done. Maybe you just put it in a drawer to service mm-hmm. a lifestyle. I don't think I think music's too precious for that. It's best maybe you can't pretend you're that new person, but you can sure uh, get vibed up on it. Mm-hmm. Or play with uh, more young people. Mm-hmm. Like when I play with Raul, he's 20 years younger, and there's something out. And he, you know, he wants to learn these new licks for him. That's new. And now he was putting them to use last night. Yeah, it was. It was like Stab City is a band from Pedro, and uh, no, they played with what? They're not Long Beach. Excuse yeah. me. Yeah. No, no. It's one guy's like Redondo. One guy's right. East LA. And I think, I, I don't know where the third guy I guess I associate him because i seen him at Harold's yeah, the first well, time. But, you know, anyways... Those cats will play anywhere. These They're cats, spirit. They, mm-hmm. they become like uh, a resident band at more than one place. And so they're playing at this place in Pasadena. And one night, you know, should Mike go on first or whatever? Well, they decided to go on before what? And they raised the bar a little bit that night. Like, hey, look, mm-hmm. man, I, you could see they'd improved and they're working hard. And like, here, dude old dude it was like cool like a tribute yeah, to want yeah. the fact that they lifted their own game up um, to say mm-hmm. you have to go first and they, they, they had a, a standing gig there where they could just do their thing Dan and, just yeah. got all the shit they're gonna, uh, ripped off too oh, really? yeah. Yeah. they're playing at the Redwood now they got a, a running mm-hmm. gig there yeah, yeah, and I get to play with them again in Long Beach at Alex's see he says I get to play with them don't you love yeah, them yeah. Yeah. and no, I think they feel that they're Man, we, we played the Square John place in Long Beach downtown. Man, it was like... Is that the name of it, or it's a, is no, a square thing? Like Pine or something? Or, uh, unpine it. Yeah, it was near there. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no blaspheming here. And my, my, my um, half-brother, you know, he's 30 well, years yeah. younger, came and saw me play for oh, the bitchin'. second time. Yeah, and I'm working this room, you know. But the Stab City guys, they bring their thing, man. They don't... They are... They're not relying on any kind of like uh, corny ass cliches. They want to just make music, make that gig, that hour or 45 minutes alive, man. And they tapped into the room. Like at the place in Pasadena, there's a big picture window behind the drummer. And he's working that window, like feeding off it physically and going up against Mm -hmm. it. And just they're working this, whatever it's a small place, big, they, they know how to. Yeah, they're going to show and get to play. Good band. All right, let's just say some more. 
I know you would, girl, you just meet me in my room. Cause I'm gonna love you, gonna show you I'm a man. Don't leave me standing here with stickers in my hand. Don't 
Who's that? Max Wheatley, our drummer. Oh, okay. Speaking of your drummer, Longhorn's drummer. Yes. We just heard Cactus, and then we heard uh, by the Longhorns, Lance. Is it, is it Lance? It's Lazy Lance and the Longhorns, okay, actually. Lazy Lance get... And then we heard Jackie Says by Mono. Trippy Tune. Pig, what's going on with you? Nothing. Hi. So you got a cemetery gig coming up, huh? You got a cemetery gig coming? No, it's just some W ship. <laughs> Hollywood for <laughs> Inspired. It's not a gig. It's a, but it's just interesting <coughs> idea that this band is playing at the Hollywood uh, Cemetery at what? six a.m. What is the band? Six so, a.m. We're gonna wake up the dead. Wow. Uh, people can uh, camp out overnight at the at the cemetery and wake up to the hmm. music. Right. Which cemetery? Is it? Uh, the Hollywood Cemetery. Hollywood one. Okay. Yeah. They have movies and stuff there. Right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah saw the that. one with yeah. the stars. And, Wow. Gigantic headstones. You think you're going to go? You're going to take pictures of people? No, I'm actually going to be in uh, Kansas. Kansas? <laughs> yeah. So, so something's coming up. Yeah. Visiting Dorothy. That's a friend's wed- barn wedding. So barn wedding. It's cool. like, when is the next time I'm going to get to go to Kansas to yeah. a barn wedding? How so. are you getting there? Just click your heels. Oh, there's, a, there's this airline called Allegiance Airline, and it flies out of L.A. to Kansas. Um, Not Lawrence? $30. Wow. For uh, Wichita. Wichita. 30 mm-hmm. bucks for Charlie yeah. Plymouth. Dang. Yeah, it's awesome. So. Party. And then I'm going to New York after that. Too. What's, it, what's happening in New York? Um, schmoozing. <laughs> oh, is that the thing where you're going to try to help those uh, photographers? I'm trying to meet photographers to see. Um, These old school guys that were film, they need stuff transferred to the I digital I hope so, world. but mm. I don't know. Uh, Peak does that for that's her work. Oh, cool. Yeah, cool. so trying to find work. Digitize an old film. Yeah. But she also takes pictures, too. And oh, also yeah. try to catch up with some um, the Brooklyn jazz guys. Yeah. And uh, also Nels uh, is going to be in New Jersey uh, mixing his um, singer's project. That's right. Um, Nels Klein Singers. So. Nels is playing tonight. Are you going to the gig? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's he, Hollywood. It's like hard yeah, to I park. Yeah, I believe me. It's a good car. That's it. Hard to park. That's Will Flynn. Hard to park. No, I'm not arguing. I'm in that right mall basement thing. Oh, it's maybe cheese. Oh no, I have a friend's birthday that I'm. As long as she's not telling us. Here. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of things I don't tell you guys. <laughs> but tell the world. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm here for the lobster. <laughs> you chowed all of it. That's right. Did anybody get any else? No. She pretty much bogarted. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> you guys in town, go get some more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One time my pop, you don't know, home from a tour in Vietnam. And my pop, what he did in the last part of the Navy, he's engine room man, a chief, but. Sometimes he'd be topside, and he went, uh, got some tanks. So when he had liberty, he could go dive. Oh, yeah. He got to dive in oceans all over. One time he comes home from a tour, comes to Pedro, and we go to Royal Palms, and he walks right out with his tanks, you know? I'm waiting. 20 minutes, half hour, 40 minutes. He comes walking out, and he's got a bug in each hand. They, Slang wow. for these uh, lobsters is bugs. Yeah. And what he used was a 
Hawaiian slime. Oh, yes. Which is yeah, just a yeah. rubber band yeah. on a spear. And you, you put it around the back of your arm, you just let it go. That's cool. That's yeah. a good old school right way on. to do it. Yeah. yeah. Grab them by the back, huh? Uh, right. Yeah, that tail. That tail's got You take them home and use one of the antennas to clean them. Mm-hmm. And we child. He had no fear, but th- they were dead. See, when I got that one in the mail, and I had to put him in the pot. Yeah, he was pushing on the lid. I mean, it was... That sounds like that song, A Gift. When I was in the Coast Guard, we get sometimes get those lobster boats disabled, and we tow them in. The yeah. guy, how many guys are on board? Oh, there's eight of us. We throw a bunch of lobsters, and then half the guys on board go, I ain't eating them, you know, from tech, <laughs> wherever they're from. And I'd be like three or four of us, and we just gorge on them. But they were live. I remember throwing them in the pot, and they're all hissing and whistling, and they're all, oh. Yeah. Now, what I heard is if you put them in the water cold, and then you slowly heat it up, they don't know they're dying. Uh, oh, these guys knew they were dying, man. It was boiling. We threw them straight <laughs> in. <laughs> they scalded. They, they were hissing and screaming. For her. Is that oh, bitter? <laughs> I don't know. Is that bitter to boil them slowly? There was no doubt. Yeah. Slowly. They were dying hot. <laughs> we're getting into ethical issues. Peter, people are going to protest. It's a trippy kind of thing. Oh, well. About all that chow issues. Mm. Our chow... Hunter gatherer, hunter prep. gatherer, the old. Yeah, they pour it in the way where you get a bunch of oh, rice yeah. and beans and a stack of tortillas. Yeah, and that's killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good deal. Soil and grain. <laughs> These people. <laughs> you know this movie? Yeah. Which one? Geek, Soil and Grain. Nope. Ever G. Oh. Robinson's last film. That's right. Yeah. I don't even know who that is. Bert Lancaster. When a Bert Lancaster, he's very famous. Yeah, all star cast, I think. Yeah, Key Largo. Bert Lancaster was in a Soylent Green, wasn't he? Was he? Wow. Wasn't that? I remember Edward G. No, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. I'm sorry, not Bert Lancaster. Okay, sometimes it's time to have a rehearsal. The jar of strawberries. Because everything's all lamed out and landed. But for his gift to die, they just show him a movie of mountains and That's flowers what my dad wanted and nature. trip, yeah. No go home. Yeah. You go home. You're going to go home and have this pen mm-hmm. around. Yeah. 360. He's kind of... He'll play some yeah. nice symphony. Well, so what was it like to lose the old pad? Oh, not yet. Uh, I'm going back next month. Oh, really? Yeah, I have cats and uh, stuff. So you ain't, you ain't out of it. Go sell park. Yeah, no. That, that was a bit, you never got to go there, but I visited Silk Park. I went to Buick shop there not too long ago. Yeah, she's right on there on the hill and a view. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty park. Yeah, it ain't got ocean, but it's still no. no, I'm not. You know, the ocean is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> but not lobster. Mm. Lobster is way overrated. Yeah, yeah. What about Topanga Canyon? Also. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like people hmm. people say a lot of things about different things where you actually need a lot less than you know to survive, or you know you don't need view, you don't need ocean to be happy. You know, it's just a um, just a glory hole. Just a glory box. hole. Speak <laughs> <laughs> for yourself, Michael. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you need to be guarded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you what you call glory, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, now we know what the glory of man is. Jesus, Mike, you wrecked that one. Glory. Hole. 
glory hole of <laughs> yeah. all these mm. years. It's for, you know, uh, 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 more private people. This is an anonymous thing. Like you're saying, you need less information. Like you don't even have to see their face. That's right. You don't need to deal with their mind, their thought bombs, their judgmental stare. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. Well, when you bogart all the lobster, you know. What's the last gig you saw? Um, No. No, Klein Singer uh, live recording in um, in Berkeley. Berkeley, up north. You went up north. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, how was it? It was. Uh, um, somebody have described it as um, um, historic. <laughs> how do you describe it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was shooting, uh, and I was trying to make sure that I wasn't taking pictures. Yeah, I was making. I wasn't making so much noise because when they're recording, it's different. Yeah. Things going on, but it was a it was a great show. Devin um, had to come from Chicago. No, not yet. He I don't oh, think he's yet. out yet. May, maybe this I don't know when exactly, but he was still there then. So a short drive. Yeah. Wow. Where was it at? Uh, Ber- uh no, not Berkeley. Sorry, uh, San Francisco Cafe du Nord. Oh yeah, yeah, Cafe du Nord. Yeah, and Richard. I saw, of course, Richard. Richard. Fucking body. Yeah. <laughs> He's always represents over there. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey. that was really, I went to Dana with Rich. I met him back then. He's yeah, a good yeah. guy. I love Rich. Now he's up I there plumbing Richard. and then doing some side work at clubs. Like and where's he at now? Up. Where's he living now? You say? San Francisco. Oh, he's in San in Francisco, sunset, huh? Yeah. Wow. Wow. He's been there a couple of years now. Wow. Yeah, most Pedro dudes don't leave, but he did. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a good guy. Yeah, he I is. love Richard, yeah. He is. I first met him when we were. Teenagers in Panboy at the St. Peter Peninsula huh. Hospital. Yeah, I met him at seventh grade in Dana. Wow. Woodshop. <laughs> Mr. Rubio. Yeah. We, we were Dotson. Dotson. a football referee. <laughs> we were Dotson. His name was Mr. Bone. And the first day was, okay, today's lesson safety. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, the metal shop teacher. I miss some fingers. And it's classic. <laughs> Did you ever have shop class? Hmm? Did you ever take shop class? No. Do girls do shop now? Mm-hmm. They do. In the old days, they had, there was yeah, home, yeah, home, 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 class, like home, home, so home, home, home economics. How to cook light bulb chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then the boys had metal shop, wood shop, electric mm-hmm. shop. We got the product. I had electric shop. You were in the band. You and then, yeah. You know, I always wondered what home ec was like. Yeah, so buttons. Mm. Just buttons. I'm just dying to have that recipe. This is you have to raise babies. Yeah, yeah, maybe something. Yeah, like they that. have that sack Put of flour. Put a bun in the oven and carry it around. And you always had to carry the sack of flour because that was supposed to be a baby. Did you carry a sack of yeah. flour? In, uh, in Fresno, yeah. I carried a monkey doll. A monkey <laughs> doll? In protest of this stupid class. So. <laughs> wow. Yeah, nobody cared. Rebel. Is it the Reese's monkey? They didn't appreciate the puppet. Capuchin? No, because it was actually a puppet monkey. You can make noise too, but, you know, I was excited. It was a sock monkey. It was a puppet monkey. Yeah. Puppet? Hanuru? Hanuman. Hanuman. He's a, he's a monkey king, though. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I, yes, the, the, the girl's life at school was always a mystery to me, but they did. <laughs> when those their classes, I remember one time that I went in and saw their locker room. 
<laughs> they had dividers. You know what I mean? Like things really? between them. Yeah, for dressing. They huh. dress in front of each other. Yeah, we chance. didn't have that must, luxury. Must. <laughs> we were just straight <laughs> boom. <laughs> First time I went to a... Went you, know, you know, you did that, right? I, you, got, you did that, you did that, right? Okay, the Stooges gigs. I get, you know, they, I had this boiler seat, right? Time to get it. Whoa, back. It was weird. Before that. Like, Did uh-huh. you guys do this? Uh huh. Yeah, I felt like I was in that girl's gym with the dividers. Wow. Like, well, you, you just don't get. Oh, I'm gonna keep this sweaty thing on you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Weird, you know. And maybe you have new uniform this time. But I still might have to get naked. And so they're thinking, here you are, where are you all? Cock in my pocket, Mike, step out to the front. Yeah. <laughs> you kick off this one, Mike. <laughs> First I went to Western Girl Locker Room, I freaked out too, though. I mean, what? Because there they were no dividers in Thailand. They, yeah. Mm. You went to the bathroom, be yeah. decent and proper. Right, right, right. So mm-hmm. uh, I freaked out and, like, how do girls take off clothes in front of each other? That's crazy. <laughs> No. Very seductive <laughs> action. That is trippy. I guess it's like playing music for somebody that they might like, like it. How is that trippy? That happens all the time. Vulnerable. To every band. Yeah. <laughs> That's the norm. <laughs> is that the norm? Yeah, when you're performing, you know, you're going in front of people who probably... Yeah, but maybe for some cats, their big gig is that locker room scene. (laughs) 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 Don't drop anything. (laughs) Don't drop no soap. It seemed like the coaches were kind of into it. (laughs) Some of them. Especially at Dotson. There were some dudes. It's back when they like to get spankings. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like there was some, some sister coaches like it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It was a mysterious world. Even in Navy Housing, too, I didn't know what any of the girls did. Those boys were all... Sequestered? Or it seems now... I did a talk for a third grade, and there was girls in the class that had bands. Wow. And it was just much, cool. much different. Yeah, they had bands. That's like nine years old. I didn't have a band when I was nine. Yeah. It, it, it was a trip for me. Especially for girls, because that's another big step. I know, for chicks I know, to but, start band, you know what yeah. I mean? And not just play tambourine. Right, yeah. Triangle. In fact, a lot of those, you know what? When you see a sister really get into it, that, if you're feeling old and tired, you just watch that and it's like, get, get it together, dude. Yeah. She's into it. You know, sister's in the pit. They're they just opened up for Bad Brains. They got an email oh, yeah. and they got a new guitarist, and uh, they're on fire. They were great at the World Tour, man. I really, you helped get them on there. Or? Well, Igor was asking me about bands. I said, hey, about Sisters in the Pit, and that's he dug cool, them big yeah. time. Cool. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. You know them? They're Oakland band. I've heard Three of ladies. them. I don't, yeah. They yeah. tear it up. Yeah. Yeah. They tear it up. That's that's a great thing. I always like the name. Somebody, some people say yeah, there's too many cool. bands. There's not caught in this. Sisters in the yeah. pit. Sisters. They, yeah. they, they can hold their own. You know, just, no, but some people say there's too many bands. There's too many people doing no. this. Like, there's too much choice. I'm really down on that. Sisters yeah, in the pit is, because you know what? 
the good ones will still, and the bad ones just get weeded, you know. And it's and there's how could there not be room for something like yeah. that artistic, you know what I mean? Like he, that's being thinking. stupid. Yeah, mm. that's like let's burn these books. These yeah, are good. Yeah, I mean that's the same yeah, kind right. of knucklehead Kate mentality is saying you know yeah. what's good, the literature, what's good art. What you know, it's, come on. Yeah. So I say let there be a lot of bands. Sure. And it, maybe the problem is you. Yeah, not these cats. Right. Bands. <laughs> and it just keeps raising the level or bar, you know. <laughs> so more and more and more and bringing on, bringing on, and more tri- tripping out on different ways to do it. But let's, let's, be let's be clear. Some bands don't need to be bands. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah but are. that's their right. That's <laughs> yeah, their right to be it, be you know. No, exactly. I mean, there are definitely bands that are in it for, you know, like, because the thing is the cool thing and they don't, Really oh, no, they don't have, they don't ha- yeah, they don't have any music interest. Well, that's what someone was talking that's about. That's kind before. of hard to imagine. Some of those hair metal bands. There are some cats. They didn't even I mean, have I know there's doctors like that. The history of yeah. music. Right? And yeah. Probably house builders. They don't care about builders. the patient yeah. or any passion for the craft. Or maybe they did at one point and then they got burned out. Jade and just yeah, jaded. up on the Put whole thing. Yeah. But to start off, Jade is pretty late. <laughs> yeah, if you went into it for that reason, I couldn't imagine even doing it. How could you put all that, do all that, and not? I mean, there's got there's. But a, humans, you know, probably try to explore possibilities, and there must be and there must be some shortcut. No, I know that I know of one particular band in some distant past I don't think they're around anymore they had the whole tour bus thing going the music is like average but they pay a lot the drummer actually was like sell guns or something illegal so he (laughs) makes tons of money so so he can have this image of a rock star and carry the band which all they did was just drinking and partying and do drugs and get girls so that's how they got the name Guns N' Roses poor band so, Drinking, partying, getting girls. I might have heard the wrong reaction. <laughs> Imagine well, that. Very interesting. I like this discussion. But um, we're at the end of the September 20, 2009 edition of the Watt from Pedro show. Uh, Lance, good luck with the comeback and playing the gigs. Yeah. Thanks for sharing music with us, man. Yeah. I'm looking sharing forward to that yeah. with the gears on the 26th. It's a great, great thing. Uh, you, you call it the comeback. Yeah. Great. I'm you, back. Be energized yeah. with the music. Yeah. Yeah, and thanks, yeah, Mike. That was a great story about D-Boom with the red shock. Oh. <laughs> the red <laughs> Indians. It looked like a... <laughs> Brother Matt, thank you for your cool. almost essential cool. aid in their bed. Bob, Very nice thanks weekend. for uh, coming to the desert with me. And, uh, Was it I'm going to go get Brother Steve McKay now and do this. Yeah. I mean, he's going to play Funhouse with us with the Funhouse tenor. Oh, right on. Now, right as on. a teenager, would I ever imagine that happening? <laughs> wow. So well, that guy on the tour bus can do what he wants. It's okay. Yeah, that's true. I get to have like kind of a righteous <laughs> feeling from just this. Peak, thank you for coming in. Thanks for the lobster. Chalmers, yeah, the lobster would yeah. have rotted. While you were talking. Yeah, the first time together here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Fresh mm-hmm. Everything. So yeah, fuzzy kids. It's a trade. And uh, really, uh, all you out there, uh, keep your powder dry. <laughs>